is mightier than the sword. At KBLA Talk 1580, we not only have a lot to talk about, we have a lot to write about. Politics, relationships, business, empowerment, and culture. The all-star roster at KBLA Talk 1580 has you covered. That's what it's all about. Be sure to follow us on all our socials for our latest book releases, op-eds, essays, and commentaries from our hosts. And, of course, download the KBLA 1580 app as we strive to remain your most trusted, credible, and reliable source for the issues you care about. This, this is Unapologetically Progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. What up, baby? Waiting for a revelation Even when I ain't around, ain't no separation Your skin's smooth, your eyes brown, and you're far from basic Then we go to different places with no suitcase But when we come back, we got suitcases Right now I use love for a medication Back in the day, I should keep it with no hesitation I got more than 40 acres for my reparation Via my navigation, that's my destination Please don't ever tell on me, baby That mean don't call 12 on me, baby As long as the meal prepared for me, baby The meals I prepare, I share with you, baby Of course they gon' like it, look at Everybody ain't happy, they look happy Top down on the dime like I'm used to it Brain ain't make home like I'm used to it Brain ain't make home, I got used to it Brain ain't make home like I'm used to it Top down on the dime like I'm used to it Is, it's gotta be A Marie, right? No. Why don't this, we, oh, is it the A Marie beat? Is this is the Why Don't We Fall in Love beat? Is that what this is? There's a sample of that. Gotcha. But uh, the individual singing is Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Wow. Ariana? With two chains, of course. She's really good. Yeah. All right, welcome to Donna versus Everybody. We're Kristen, Shante, Carmel, Blake. Hey, y'all. Ah, how are you guys doing, huh? I know that I'm doing pretty okay. Yeah? Yeah. Can I just tell you guys something? So over the weekend, I went to this. It was called Harvest Festival, and it was like this um, Christian event, right? And um, Heart, now, where, where, where was this at? Was this is this... Angel Stadium. Anaheim. Yeah, it was Ana- at Angel oh, Stadium. A- a- Anaheim. 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 Okay, okay, okay. And let me just tell you something. Um, there were performers. Mm-hmm. The first performer was a rap artist. 
And I don't mind Christian. And you had even mentioned on at one point where they're Christian rap artists. And this guy was a Christian rap artist. I'm going to tell you this. As an artist, I felt like he was really, really talented. Mm -hmm. But at a Christian event, grabbing the crotch area... Um, playing some tunes, like he played some a little bit of Drake and a little bit of Travis Scott, or Travis Scott, rather. I just felt that was highly inappropriate. I really did. I didn't think it was appropriate at all. And this, you see these, and I understand it's probably to get, you know, young kids more involved. Mm -hmm. But the messaging was not that of what this event was all about. I was baffled. I was shocked. And... I felt um, leaving there that possibly some weird spirits could have jumped on me. I don't know. It was very bizarre. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was very bizarre. <laughs> it's not funny. But was he making reference to now, his are you sure? Are you the grabbed lyrics? it. Are no, you no, no, no. Sure? But was he making reference no. to it or was he like, that maybe that might just be a comfort for him as a male to I, they think it was or in he that was area? The, the Holy Ghost <laughs> he is wasn't protecting like, me here. This, you know. <laughs> I, I, what, 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 listen, what were you... Why were you so upset? Was it the, you felt that he was being so vulgar on stage? You don't do that at a Christian event. What's going on with the mic there, Don? What the know. heck Hold happened over me, there? Let's see if I can fix this. Why weren't you listening to his verbiage instead of listening to his um I was just, and looking at it? Why were you looking at this man's crotch in the first place? You what couldn't I really, help it. He put his I hands in the crotch area. No, 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 no. You should have been listening with your ears, not your eyes. I was doing both. And when he started... Oh, all right, keep talking because i got to fix my mic. When he started playing... Uh, you know some of the uh travis scott beat and then you heard a little bit of drake and i was like wait what i didn't understand and it's not that i i'm hating against them at all but when i'm going to a christian event i'm not expecting to and i'm i love christian rappers i think they're great but he didn't mention Jesus's name or the Lord's name or Christ's name at all. That's what I that was my next question. He didn't say any of that. Like was he rapping about trying to get to the No. What was he rapping about? Like be good to yourself, like stuff like that. Like motivational stuff. But I think this is what I realized with him. He's very good. He's he's kind of an overweight white guy. Okay. He was very talented from New York. And I think what happened is he realizes that by you know, he's not gonna really and he seems older. I don't think he's really young. And I think that he realizes, well, shoot, you know, I might not make it in in the regular world, so let me at least kind of sneak in in the Christian world because there's a lot of openings. And that's what he did. But there aren't a lot of Christian crossover artists that make it to the mainstream. No, they don't. And I don't think... Do you think think he was overcompensating? He could have been. But I was was highly offended. Even the people behind me were like, what is this? And he said, you know, it's time for me to go. Thank you guys. Have a good night. You heard... From the from us older people, us old fogies, we're like, yes, bye bye, see ya. Although I appreciated his style in the sense of he had great flow. Um, he he did have like an optimis- optimistic message, but he didn't have the Christian message. Is what I'm saying. You didn't talk about the Lord at all in any of your songs. Mm. Kind of well, bothered well, me. What, what did he say about Jesus? Nothing. He didn't know he was coming to a Christian. Nothing. He just he just got the gig. He didn't know he was coming to a Christian gig. He showed up. He was surprised too. Yeah, I think he was surprised. And too. then he couldn't change his whole. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't change his whole flow. He's like, what am I, I going to do? I'm sorry. So. <laughs> I think you were not paying attention to what the message was. 
to God wants you to procreate, and he's given you the tools necessary to procreate, which I'm showing you on the stage here. And I want By you- By grabbing your private parts. To go out and love. Right. To love. Because you- why, why are you going to some Christian hip hop? I mean, listen. No, no, it was actually a harvest event, but they why had musicians there. Why are you just not white? Just stay so home. So it wasn't exclusively Christian. Oh no, no, it was a Christian harvest event. Just yeah, at, at Angel event. Stadium. Well, what's basically, a, well, hold on, what's a harvest event? It was basically um, for Thanksgiving, like the month of being thankful, being grateful for your life, and kind of like, you know, new direction. And we're, we're approaching the end of the year. We're approaching Thanksgiving. We want to be grateful for our families, for the things that we have. Gotcha. You know, and it was, the message was great. There was an act. You know what? Kelsey Grammer was there, which I really appreciated seeing him. Was he grabbing his crotch too? Or no? No, he wasn't. Okay. No, I, I listen. Kelsey I, Grammer. I th- Kelsey Grammer. You know, Kelsey Grammer was the executive producer of Girlfriend. Yes, he was. <gasps> was he really? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's I a lot. Him. Yeah, he loved. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should have been at home watching Lifetime. No, I, I instead really instead of going out to some harvest event <laughs> where you can look say... where you can look for something wrong because that's what you do. You like to look for things wrong. All I the do time. not. But I was I wanted this to be a family event. We were all so happy to be there. Um, boyfriend did the rap didn't bother him. He was like, This is great. He has that like uh What's the guy's name? You Richard know? Cunningham thing. This is great. And my Richard daughter Cunningham. and I were like, What the heck is going on? Um the yeah, rap artist's it, name. Is it Silver Spoons, Richard Cunningham? <laughs> Richard Cunningham? Uh, happy Days. Happy Days, yeah. sorry. Richard Cunningham. Oh no, oh, oh wait, Christian? Christian, let me tell you what his name is because I have the video. I because I, I I had to record part of him. Where's my? Is it Bishop Richard and Richard Cunningham? Is he black or white? No, no. I'm saying boyfriend had this Richie Cunningham vibe. There, oh, no, this no, no, is no, great. No, no, no. I mean, who who's the artist? That I'm going to tell you thing? right now. I'm going to find his name because I took a, a bunch I, of video I, of him. I think you're over. You're you're blowing this out of proportion. What's his name? I think you his were. His name is Andy M I N E O. Hold he was on. good. Andy M I N E O M I N E O Minio. Okay. Here. Let's see here. Andy Minio. Relaxation and meditation by Andy Minio. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Andy Minio and Lecrae. Like, you can't do that at the there. You cannot do that. Here we go. He was good. Is that appropriation? <laughs> I asked that too. Well, he, I think he got booked for the wrong game. Well, yeah. he he's is good, no, though. no, no, he's no, 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 Is that Christian rap to you? Oh, hold on, let me get to let me let There's, me. What do let you me, mean? There's let, nothing. Let me get to hold on.
Jesus is Christian Ranger. I uh, thank you. I, I thank you so I, much. They booked him for the wrong game. Yeah, they that, might and have, that's yeah. not his fault. Well, it says Andy Menanau with Lecrae, been about it. So he's act he's performed with Christian artists, but this doesn't sound like a Christian song. Yes, Andy. What was the message of that song though? I don't know. I was trying to get to the hook, and the hook is uh pump up the bass, pump up the bass. <laughs> Uh, it was hard to watch. We just two fellas in the ATL. We don't never cause them trouble. We out in the streets, but then whoop whoop whoop. That's the sound of the police. I was shook. <laughs> he was shook. Pulled us over. And you said this is a white guy. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound bad. I, I was I shook. He was shook. Pulled us over, and it was my cousin. Yeah. I don't, I, <laughs> he I, let us go, not even with a warning. <laughs> I think you are not giving... I think you're just hating on white people. No, 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 not at all. I was very excited that we were at an event where we could hear live music. And I was, you know, even sketchy about the second guy who looked like he wanted to be, you know, um, in a rock and roll band. The last artist, the country guy, was really about what the whole entire assignment was. You know, we're going to sing for Jesus. The other ones did not do it. All right, well, listen, um, got a letter. Tavis Smiley got a letter today from a guy who wants to fire me. Oh, no. Sorry. He he said that Tavis should fire me. I'm sorry. So I'm going to read the letter. Tavis is going to come in here at 4.30. Okay. And I'm going to pretend to try to keep my job. Done. Well, listen, this might be Shantae and Krista versus Stop everybody. It. Stop, Stop it. I might be gone. Stop. This, I might be gone. But I'm gonna read I'm gonna read a piece of this guy's letter because it pertains to what I was talking about. We were talking about last Thursday. And Tab, we're gonna me and Tab is gonna talk about it. We're gonna kinda let you into our little staff meeting here. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so when we come forward, we'll I'll let you I'll read the letter. I'm not gonna put any dubs on it or anything like that. And then Tavis is gonna come in here at four thirty. And we're going to talk about all all of this uh, because tomorrow's a big day. The election yes. day is tomorrow. You got to yeah. vote. A lot of stuff going on. All right. So listen, uh, we'll get to this letter when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Courage is contagious. Contagious. We're KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Find a righteous rage and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right. So Tabitha Smiley got this email uh, or letter from this uh, individual. I'm not going to mention her name, but I'm just going to read a piece of it. And the guy wants me to get fired. And you, you know what? I'm going to read the piece, just a piece of it. And you guys tell me what you think. Okay. And, and Tavis is going to come here in, in, in about 10 minutes to discuss this with me. And um, so the letter goes off. It says, Don is a detriment to your radio station and is undoing everything that this station stands for and what our ancestors worked and lost their lives for. Last Thursday, he got on the radio again. And told his audience not to vote. He described how voting was not important and that voting did not matter. I don't think I've ever. You never said that. that. Well, I I, I never. I don't think I've ever said that. But I don't even know if I. I, When he says again, I don't think I've ever talked about voting, not voting. No, because you admit you had talked about how you did vote. Yeah, I just said um, I wasn't going to vote. That was what I said. Right. He goes on to say Don's misinformed discussion. And convoluted premise was based on what have they done specifically for me? He has a very large and impressionable audience who listen to him during rush hour. He is irresponsible with his verbiage and doesn't take his very important role seriously. Voting is not a joke. And just like conveying emotion via text, sarcasm doesn't translate via radio. Voting is not about him specifically. It is about us, the collective. Our lives are at stake. And when you say it's not about me... I would say it is about me. You want my vote. 
We're not a monolith. We mm-hmm. think differently. But maybe Tavis Smiley can inform me or anybody else can inform me. You know, 809-212-1580. That is not. I specifically have issues that I want taken care of. I want child support reform. Not just for me. I'm past paying child support. And, and I'll get into that later because I, I'll, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about when it comes to these judges who are invoking laws that are pressed upon them on the federal government. But that's a, that's a whole other issue. But I don't, you know, I don't, I, when I look at a lot of these local politicians, and my, it is my view, and it's, and, I, and like I said, I'm not telling you what to do. I, you go out and vote. You go out and vote. You go out and do what you do. You vote for whoever you feel like you voted for. And even I do vote. I vote, but I vote for different reasons. I vote for black women. I vote for black people. As a reason why I would vote for Karen Bass, as a reason, uh, and, and, although, um, um, who do we have in here last Friday? Um, Maxine Waters. Maxine yes. Waters, I will say, is the one politician who brought jobs to an area that I was in when I was a young youth that impacted me. I didn't get the job, but I appreciated the fact that she did bring these jobs to this area, and I will continuously support Maxine Waters till the day that I die, because I love her. But... When when I why is it wrong for me to specifically say what it what have they done for me? Why why can't I sit there and say that? It's my vote that you want. Why can't you do something for me? And that's just me though. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. I I have never gotten on, on any radio station I've ever been and tell you not to vote. I I'm think just, this is just the way I feel. I think that I think that if people thought like you, the majority of people thought like you. I don't think so. N- Wait, let me finish my oh, sentence. Go ahead. Nothing would get done. But I don't think that the majority of people think like me. No, they don't. That's what I'm saying. If people thought like you where it was just like, well, if it doesn't affect me, then I'm not going to do it. Nothing would get voted on. Nothing would get done. You have to kind of pull yourself out of the selfish realm. No, or do I not? Or do you? No, or do I not? Here, well, because it's it, not just thing. about helping you. It's about helping the people around us mm-hmm. as a community. At what point does that translate into me, though? You see, well, women, hold here's the thing. Women and children get all the love when it comes to politicians. Black men, we only get the love when we're rioting and destroying the community because we've been killed by the police. Do you see? There's. When's the last time you've seen any black any politician says, "I want to go support black men and 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 free them of a lot of the um, systemic issues that they're dealing with to help them pull them out of poverty or help them with their family situations or help them get out of jail or all this?" There's. To me, I I have not seen a politician do that. The only time that we come up is when we're being killed by the police and there are rioting situations, and then. Then you see some action happening. I disagree. I mean, there was a vote, and I just talked about this. Yeah. That, that one, a, a couple of elections ago, there was a vote to get uh, people who had served their prin- prison sentences yeah. their right to vote back. You know, and that largely affected a lot of black men coming out of that. In prison. Florida, right? No, and here in California, um, we voted for that here in California. Yeah. You, it, it happened here, and I think that that was a vote that mattered, that directly affected black men who have been wrongfully accused, given felonies, that went and did their time, came out, and they still weren't able to be active members of society. i got to find the exact legislation that you're talking about, because I know we tried to talk about that last week, and I know Florida had an issue where they were trying to restore the votes of Floridians who um, were convicted of crimes and um, wanted to get their right back to vote, but then they, you know, kind of, they kind of, 
they kind of got them in a weird loophole that like, ah, oh, you didn't pay your fine, so you're not completed with your sentence. Well, and I th- so I understand that from a Florida standpoint. I don't know about the California thing, but I got to do some research into that. I think that as black people sitting here right now yeah. at this table, the fact that we're sitting here, the fact that we're driving, the fact that we're voting, the fact that we are still fighting for equal pay, more You're pay- driving? That's a privilege. That's not a that's not a right. But it wasn't always given to us. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's a privilege though, but it's still not even given to me as an individual. I owe back child support and they still want to take away my right so to drive. So you're not out of the child Got support it. system. So no, you no, are I, still I, I don't pay support. active child support. I don't have a child. I don't have children that I have to take right. care of. I owe back child support. And I still gotta deal with a system not only me, but the vast everybody who is in the child support system in Los Angeles. This is not speculation. This is from the child support system here. And this is one of the things that I care about. All right? Everybody is behind. And if you are behind and you owe back child support, the privileges that are granted to you by the state of California are taken away from you for an inability to pay. And one of those privileges is the right to be free because there are people in jail because of child support. Right. You're absolutely right. So they haven't, you know what I'm saying? So obviously living life and being out and being free, that is a privilege. There are privileges and liberties that are guaranteed to you under the Constitution of the United States. All right, privileges. Your driving, your drive, your ability to drive is a privilege. It's not a right. Okay, the right to vote. The right to vote. I don't even was voted on. So you're saying that votes don't count. Your vote doesn't count. My right to vote. I'm saying that my vote doesn't count. They had to vote for. They had to vote, Don, for black people to vote. You are direct descendant of the people who voted to make sure you could ha- exercise this right to not vote and i'm telling you that, you have seen and things i'm telling and you legislations but and i'm laws telling put in place that have helped you be where you are today and i'm telling you that my rights are still being trampled upon even though those people went to the polls and voted so you have to that's continue. what i'm telling you and you know what in politics because the four founding fathers who founded this country were not about black people. I will say Bill Maher had it best when he said democracy is like the McRib. Enjoy it while you can, because it will disappear at some point mm. in the future. And that's what your rights are like when it comes to voting. But that's just my opinion. And listen, I, 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 I'm not the be-all, say-all. I'm just, I'm just a person who's been living in this country, who's been going through the system. And you can sit there and say X, Y, and Z, you need to do X, A, B, and C. Can I just ask you, do you yeah. think that the person who wrote this email would have been happy if you said, look, at right now I'm struggling with voting. I'm not sure if I'm going to vote. But... I suggest all of you no, vote and th- make a difference. He just wants you fired because you expressed how you felt about voting I, I, I when think, it pertains to you personally. I think he wants me and this station to align with what he. So views. he wanted you to go out there and say, like yeah. everybody vote, which, which is which I tell everybody. Yeah, to you vote. tell everybody I, to I, vote. I, I, I get a right to exercise my right, and you, just as you and everybody else. But right. I'm never going to tell you not to vote. Right, right, of course. All right, more of this conversation when you come forward and tap a smiley. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. A safe place to go loud, loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. We're not for everybody, but we're for everybody. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. 
All right, welcome back. Don, I'm easy for everybody. Or Krista and Shante Carmel Blake, who, uh, who is in this week. I see you, Melrose, Smitty, and Q went away on this conversation when we got this letter uh, of someone requesting that I be fired from this radio station. I can't say that's the first time I've ever heard that from any radio station that I've dealt fire with. Him. Yeah. Fire him. Fire <laughs> him. I cannot lock say. Lock him up. Lock, lock, lock him, him up. up. Just lock him up. Yeah. Well, we, we do have Tavis Smiley in here as, uh, you know, we have a, a listener who, you know, t- tomorrow's a big important day, and I would never tell anybody not to go vote, but I did have some issues with uh, voting because I haven't felt that uh, any of the politicians have affected anything that I have deemed important throughout my lifetime, throughout my lifetime, I do want to say. You can't, um, you can't mean that, though. I, I do. I do. So, 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 what, so, first of all, I get mail, and every now and then I pass it on to yeah. Pass it on to our talent. Yes. So this letter, as you see, says, Dear Tavis. Yeah, the, dear I, sh- Tavis. I shared it with yes, you. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did not expect to be live on the radio well, talking listen, about Well, listen, come on now. But you that's just well, like that's, a radio guy. Well, that's who I am now. <laughs> you know I'm going to be like, hey, let's address this. Come no, on. Yeah, Don's like, I'm discussing this on the air. Well, I I listen, say, hey, 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 hold up. Hold I just want to say, listen, to anybody who has any opposition to what I say, the conversation and the opportunity to combat or ba- or, or, or debate is yeah. always open. So so what, what did you say that got this letter generated to me? I page letter I might I have. said that I wasn't going to vote. Single spaced I might have. I wasn't going to vote and then if I did I, I said it was hold, the hold, 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 hold. How can you be on an unapologetically progressive radio station and say to your audience you are not going to vote? I think it's progressive not to vote. I think that's progressive. Not I think I think that you need to look at progressiveness in maybe a different type of way. Now, give, progressive, give me, give me your best. progressiveness yeah. is is pushing the issue and pushing the talent and mm-hmm. pushing the, um, the 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 legislatures to 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 move towards a certain way. But maybe I need to withhold my vote so that uh, we get enough of kind of like a um, to get leverage in a different way, mm-hmm. so that we get mad enough that we push it back. Because I feel the only time that we actually make any type of change in this country is when we're out in the streets rioting Mm -hmm. and we're causing damage and destruction. That's the only time people actually listen. You know, I feel that our system has gotten too big. It's too bureaucratic that nothing ever gets done. And then on top of that, you know, we're dealing with the situation of, um, you know, uh, of, of L.A. to where the black population is very small. My only vote for candidates here would be to vote for people who are black i voted for obama because he was black not necessarily because anything that he aligned with that that was anything for me i thought he did a lot more for the gay population and a lot of other people than he did for black america but that's just me though Mm -hmm. so the first issue he raises not first but one of the issues he raised in this letter is that you are talking to a vast audience of people and when you suggest to them that you're not voting, you may be swaying others not to participate in the process. And you can't think, as my grandmother, Big Mama, would say, you can't think that is the answer to the prayer. No, and, and I always tell people to, this is just my preference. Mm-hmm. I'm never uh, telling you what to do. Uh, this is just the way that I feel. I feel that you should go out and you should go out there and rock to vote and do what you need to do and, and vote how you feel you need to do. I'm I'm just talking about my personal experiences as a, a black man in this country. I've not only been in Los Angeles, but also in the United States of America and multiple states, how I felt from the... Um, from dealing with the system. But do, but, do, but do you acknowledge all the rights and privileges that you do have because people 
went to the polls to vote. Do you do you understand that your that your mother, who I know you care for deeply, has access to Medicare and to Medicaid and Social Security? Do you understand even small things like your mother in a wheelchair when you take her to the doctor's office and she rolls up a curve and there's a cutout? Somebody had to fight for that cutout. Do you understand that you're on a radio station and you're making more than minimum wage? You are, but if you were only making minimum wage, somebody had to fight for you to have the right to make minimum wage versus these people paying you two cents an hour or slave labor, yeah. as we call, which built this country. There's so many things, Don, I think you don't recognize that you uh, legitimately enjoy the benefits of today because somebody voted. But are those things on the ballot today is the question. But, uh, absolutely. Those things are not Ab- on the ballot no, today. Not those all, things. Those things have been on the ballot before. Well, two things. There, there are a litany of things that are on the ballot that yeah. do matter, number one. But number two, as you well know, some of those things are on the ballot once again. We are fighting right now to get voting rights legislation passed in the United States Senate. It can't get passed because the Senate is divided 50-50. Changing the makeup of the Senate, changing who controls the Senate, would change the issue of voting rights. I could do this all day long if we had the time. Yeah, absolutely. But there, but there, but there are things on the ballot that do matter. I, I, I hear your point. I'm sensitive yeah. to your point about the frustration you have felt. Let me just, absolutely. Because that's, let that's me, exactly what it is. Exactly. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a lifetime of frustration with sure. a system that does not move. Exactly. I understand that this morning on my program for the entire hour and I direct people to go to the podcast for the hour, my final hour today, the 11 o'clock hour, we spent an hour talking about a huge story on the front page of New York Times today about why black men don't vote, why they're so disaffected. Huge story in today's New York Times. We spent an hour unpacking that. So check out the podcast if you missed that program this morning on our show. So it's real. I hear your No, part. no, can I say yeah, something? Sure. I was in the barbershop, mm-hmm. and this is weird. And this is because you, you, and then they, I, I implore you to go check out the podcast. Mm-hmm. There was a, a moment where I was like, oh, let me check out Trump before he was, because I was like, he's a businessman, and then he starts opening his mouth, and I'm like, oh, I can't ever vote for him. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting in the barber shop listening to a lot of black barbers and a lot of black men who are like, I'm going to vote for Trump. And I couldn't understand that, mm-hmm. because Trump, to me, is just a repulsive individual. He's uh, an uncouth individual, but the one thing he did do is do what he want, He said he was going to do for the people that elected him. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't understand how black people would vote for a individual like that who was just vulgar, who had no class whatsoever, and I, who to me was an unequivocal liar and is only beholden to the individuals who he can get something from at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, but it goes back to why black men don't vote. I don't feel like we're being talked to enough. We we discussed that again in our conversation this morning. There there are a lot of black men who feel disaffected that way and there are black men who when they even dare or deign to speak to the other side, get canceled. Yes. They went after Ice Cube for talking to Donald Trump. Right. They're going after Killer Mike right now in Georgia for even meeting with Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia. So there, there, are, there are ways in which I think black men feel disaffected, ways in which they feel not heard. I just don't think the answer to that is to opt out of the process, to not participate in the process. I don't think that gets you where you want to go. Donald. So help me understand what is the answer then? If I feel disaffected as mm-hmm. a black man in, in this society, that mm-hmm. I feel that my privileges, my liberty, my nobody's listening to me as a mm-hmm. black man, that all the all the things go to women, they go to the elderly, they go to children, and that I'm just left kind of holding the bill and nobody's, mm-hmm. every, I'm being oppressed, what do I do? I, I hear you <clears throat> on your point that black men, and I, I believe this, I believe that black men are the most maligned group of folk in the history of this country. 
I take nothing away from all the sisters that have had to endure and still endure, but I believe unapologetically that black men are the most maligned group of folk in the history of this nation. And yet we would not be where we are. If it wasn't for black men. If it hadn't been for black men who engaged themselves in the process. And we still support. There, there is there is no America. I mean, Du Bois put it this way. Would America have been America without her Negro people? That's a Du Boisian question. Yeah. Would America have been America without her Negro people? Let me, let me, let me put a fine, okay. fine point on that. Would America have been America without African-American men? No. The answer is no. So when you opt out of the process, um, you're not considering MLK. You're not considering Thurgood Marshall. You're not considering Ralph Bunch. You're not considering Obama, who you voted for. I could do this all day long if I had the time. But these individuals are not here. But I'm answering your question, though. Your question was, what am I to do? You assign yourself. And as long as you assign yourself, there's something to do. You don't opt out. You don't tell other folk to opt out. You don't say, I'm not voting and, and, and run the risk that others might opt out. You involve yourself, engage yourself in the process. And voting is but one tool. There's a toolbox here, right? Okay. And I want you to understand that voting is just one of the tools that we use of many tools uh, to advantage ourselves in the society. But the answer is never to opt out. Black folk cannot tomorrow or any other day lose elections by the margin of our absence at the polls that's not the answer so well, what if i feel you're and you're right there mm -hmm. have been those who have come before us many but yeah. we're still maligned mm -hmm. and yes i could go to the vote i could cast my vote and but yet in my lifetime i'm not getting any results out of it am i just voting uh, am i just voting for the future how much time where are we at on time well, well you know what? let's let's yeah, i, I want to answer that i want to answer before that before you answer you're that right. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pay uh we're gonna go come forward we're gonna get your phone calls 809-20-1580 because the phones are lighting up here tap is smiley in here addressing this letter that was sent here today asking someone to fire me because i said i wasn't gonna vote but you know what? we're gonna get to the bottom of this and 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 figure it all out when we come forward it's kbla talk 1580 this is KBLA Talk 1580, where truth prevails. prevails. The tricky station is down the dial. We're not ratings driven. We're engagement driven. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back to Donna Meeseburgs, everybody, with Kristen and Shante Carmel Blake. Uh, with Tavis Smiley, special guest here today. We got a letter today of an individual asking to fire me because I said I wasn't going to vote. And I understand his his uh, his, his angus, uh, you know, from an individual who has lived long enough. You can understand the amount of change that a person has seen throughout this country from the uh, black folks who haven't had any rights to where we are at today where we saw a black president and you know i feel though that even with the rights that we've gotten we it's just still not a love i still feel i'm maligned and there's a podcast that you did today about why black men do not vote and the question i you know i, I asked you is that am i just voting just for the future i mean am i voting for the future so it's it's a brilliant question and let me give you let me give you two answers right quick in the time we have yeah. one that each of us is part of a continuum you're part of a continuum. I am Shantae, Krista. We're all part of a continuum. And all that we are trying to do is to get our paragraph right. Um, somebody once said that the eyes of the future are looking back at us. Yes. And praying that we can see beyond this moment. But do our part in this moment to make it better for them. So that you are, in fact, participating in a process for, yes, black children who are yet unborn. Imagine where we are today if our ancestors had opted out. We wouldn't be sitting in this studio. It wouldn't be black owned. It wouldn't be black operated if our ancestors had opted out because we are part of a continuum. Let me put it to you this way. You haven't heard my optimism and hope speech yet. <laughs> you, you're going to hear it right now for okay, the first okay, time. Okay. Optimism and hope are not the same things, Don. 
Optimism suggests there's a particular set of facts, circumstances, conditions, something you can see, feel, or touch that gives you reason to believe that things are going to get better. Okay. That's optimism. Okay. That ain't where black folk reside. The Bible says that hope is the substance, faith rather, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We are a people who believe in hope. Yes. We built our entire lives, oh. our entire existence has been built on a hope, not optimism. Can I keep it, can I keep it real? Harriet Tubman didn't go back a hundred times because she was optimistic. Rosa Parks didn't sit down on the bus because she was optimistic. Mary McLeod Bethune didn't start those schools because she was optimistic. Everything that our ancestors did for us, they did it because they were hopeful, not because they were optimistic. So in their lifetimes, to answer your question, they knew they would never see the fruits of their labor. But we are eating fruit, Don, from trees that we did not plant. So we are part of a continuum. So, yes, sometimes you engage a system, you engage a process that you will not benefit from. But do you love your children? Do you love your grandchildren? Do you care about black children yet unborn? And if we don't get our paragraph right, then we will never progress in this country. I understand that. And you know what? With that being said, I will continue to keep out getting out to the polls mm -hmm. and voting. But I just want to sit under the, sh the shade of the trees that I planted. Sure. As Jesse Jackson once said, that mm -hmm. he is sitting and we are sitting under the uh, shade of the trees that he planted along with MLK and, and, our, and those who came before us. And I just, I, 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 I call it selfishness. Yeah. I just want something from this country instead of having to give consistently yeah. to a, 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 a entity that gives nothing back. And I, wanna, I just want to encourage you very quickly. I'll get out of your way. So you got yeah. you got, you got a got got phone math, call. Yeah, you got a whole, ton of calls to take. Two things I'm out of your way. One, I said this this morning, is a distinct difference between skepticism and cynicism. Okay. Skepticism is healthy. Cynicism is sinful. I don't ever want you to become cynical and you sounding more and more cynical these days, skeptical about the system and the process. Yes, but never cynical. And finally, I don't ever want you or anybody else listening to surrender your agency to be outraged. You absolutely have agency to be outraged. And it's your outrage that I celebrate. You're outraged that the system is not living up to what it ought to be. You're outraged that the system is dysfunctional. You're outraged that it's not serving black men the way that it ought to be. Nothing wrong. And don't ever surrender your agency to be outraged. But don't ever, ever opt out of the process. Never. I just want... I, th I think... I'm a I'm a I'm a logical individual that I would look for a revolution more mm -hmm. so than the process and how we get to revolution I don't know, but it's never I never want to stop moving mm -hmm. I do want to say that I never want to stop being productive but I don't know if and and, and this is something I've grappled with and a lot of people grapple with if if the the, the, the mission that we're on right now mm -hmm. the voting go to the polls just get out and do this and the system that we're structured in uh, that we're living under is the system that we need to continue to support instead of maybe looking for some type of revolution to change or maybe even burn the whole system down. I don't, I don't think it's either or. How about both and? I'm with that. And that's why I'm never going to stop moving forward. I'm there just like, what? which way is productive? Okay, me? so with that said, you will not be fired today. No, thank you. Oh, thank you. Tabitha Smiley, uh, as always. I, I love you, man. I love you, and I love and I love speaking with you, and I love talking with you no, because you, you, I learned so much just from hanging with you. My uh, pleasure. Likewise. Uh, we'll take some phone calls. Um, you, want, you want to stay for some phone calls? You got to run. You got it, man. You got it. You, okay. got, you, you can handle this. All right. You all right, and, all right. Uh, all right. And we'll, we'll let you go. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back, uh, and uh, we'll get to your phone calls when we come forward. 800 is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to gear with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. 
This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. Uh, Melrose, Schmitty, Q, Sean, and Randy, I see your phone calls because the phone lines are lit. We're going to get to all of you. Um... What did you think about what he just it's said? Amazing! I, I was I was scared. I, I was, is so talented. Yes, it is a talent to be able to articulate yourself so well and argue you down. Like I'm well, learning wish, every day. I'm an well, listen, open book. I'm like, how no, do I do this? Because you were that, like, <laughs> well, no, I, I wish I could debate him every single day because um, I, I and, and and we're gonna get to your phone calls. Just hang on tight. Um, you learn so much just from being close to Tavis Smiley yep. because there's wisdom there and there's a different perspective there. Mm-hmm. And we can go back to back and toe to toe and I can give my perspective. And it doesn't, neither is right or wrong. But you, you, you always leave Tavis Smiley learning something just a little bit more and he leaves mm-hmm. you just a little bit smarter than you were mm-hmm. before you engage with them. And I always appreciate his uh, ability to bring me on to this radio station to to have the idea to even create this radio station and the forethought. And then on on top of that, I mean, I know he's got to be tired, but he's been fighting for black folks when black folks don't even appreciate that he's been fighting for you. For 35 years. For a very, very, very long time, time, even when you didn't appreciate it. And I've always loved Tavis Smiley for that. We get to your phone calls when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. The NBA is back and everybody is talking about what to expect this year. Here's the logo, Laker legend Jerry West on KBLA Talk 1580 talking about L.A. Clippers superstar Kawhi Leonard. Oh my gosh, he's just a man, he really is. And watching him work out is pretty interesting because he is so dedicated. He'll go out there for an hour and 45 minutes, uh, two hours, and he does the same thing almost every day. He does not play in the offseason, he just works on his game. He's a powerful kid who happens to be one of the league's best defensive players offensively, he can really shoot the ball. And when he first came into the league, that's something he couldn't do, but he might be the best two-way player in basketball. Don't miss the KBLA Sports Minute weekdays and Out of Bounds weekends only on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. We fly, no lie, you know this. I just wanna focus on my goal. I ain't got no time, I gotta work. Yeah, rent is coming up, I need this cash. I got a couple terminations. Can I go? Yeah, gotta But if I do, I know I might get laid off. She's got a very neo soul. I don't even want to say she's neo soul, but she's like in that zone of like neo soul music, but it's not neo soul, it's just different. I don't know. Let's go to Smitty uh, on Watts. What's going on, Smitty? Smitty. Yes, sir. Am I on the radio? You are live on the radio. What's going on, Smitty? Mr. Donamichi. Yes, sir. It is no longer Donamichi versus the world. I got your back, bro. I feel okay. <laughs> 76 years old. I've been watching this thing for a long time. I am I am an OG, and yeah. I mean older gentleman. We need to start reclaiming our class as well as men. We were always classic. We've always been classic. But back to the subject at hand, this voting situation. Yeah. 
sometimes you have to say no. No is one of those words you have to learn in life. And if you don't, you just get picked apart. What do you you mean? I'm, I'm confused. What I'm saying is this. Politics is warfare without killing. Have you ever heard yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It is. That being said, the power the power behind our vote was always the threat that things might not turn out so well, that things might get a little heated. Uh-huh. Nowadays, we've taken all the testosterone out of the community. You know, there's no longer that threat of men uh, you know, making a change. We fought for women's rights, and what did they do? You know, uh, they get uh, they get in positions, and when a black man comes forward talking about what we can do for black people, they say, what about us? What do you mean, what about you? You're not included in black folks? You know, so, I mean, at this point, it's pretty much... Uh, what are you, what you going to do for black men? And if you ain't got that on your agenda, then I don't really have anything for you. You know, you do the best you can. Well, yeah, but that is, so does that mean that you're not voting or are you still going to vote? That's exactly what it means. Oh, That's wow. exactly what it means. Yes, sir. You know, and it's it's very sad that black men feel this way, and it just you know, and and, and I, I I've heard this, and this is not just this is new something new. Tabs Tabs Smiley's podcast KBLA fifteen eighty dot com on the app that you can definitely check out where he addresses a lot of this. This is not new. I mean, I heard this going back into the election um, when when Trump was up on the ballot. You know, and and uh, it's a very sad situation. I've been you know taught to vote, 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 vote. I've aligned more so with Democratic policies, you know, throughout my whole career. Even as the Democratic Party has gotten kind of weird, still, still there, still under support. Yes, yes, Chris. I wanted to say that um, definitely you are not alone because um, I've worked in political talk radio for yeah. a very long time, and most black men that would call when we would talk about midterms or you know. It, Without Obama, we're not talking about when Obama yeah. was running, but we're talking about uh, prior, actually after Obama, when we're talking about Trump. And um, I just remember getting calls from black men, and we'll they were not excited them. about voting at all because I would hear exactly what you heard, what you would say is, what what are, what are they going to do for me? I Nothing's been done to help me, to help my people. I've heard that for so many years. So I just wanted you to know that, that you're not alone, but I did like what uh, Tavis said about um, hope versus optimism and not to opt out because well, down the road at all, it's going to figure itself out. I really believe that. Well, you so. say, Smitty, real quick for real? I, I said, Tavis is a wonderful orator. And I was, you know, I, I felt kind of bad that you had to sit there and, and uh, take it like that. You well, know? it's not. I, listen, I never looked at it as taking like that. Me and Tavis, we have a great relationship and we, it's debate, it's it's talk, it's, it's perspective. And I never want to back away from a conversation from anybody, even those who, f- who write letters into the radio station with who you know want me to be fired i'll have a conversation with you on the air convince me otherwise convince me otherwise talk to me tell me your point of view you know what i'm saying exactly. you know show me where i'm i might be going wrong you know what i'm saying because i'm not trying to give up on the whole process my whole thing is just like you know i i'm sorry that i want to be a little selfish right now but i'm 40 something years old and i've been giving and giving and giving and giving and giving 
And I'm, you know, at, at, at this point in time in my life, I want to take a little liberty for myself. And I think a lot of men, when they get to a certain point, they have given, 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 given so much that we don't feel like we are being taken into consideration when it comes to the ballot box and, and politicians. And, and that's, you know, I, I feel like a lot of politicians are speaking to black men at, at that. And I don't know. I can't speak for my white brothers, my Latino brothers. You know what I'm saying? But I just, that's the way I feel. I feel like if you're a woman with a child, that's, you know, or you're rich. That's where the majority of the uh, attention gets focused. But when did you start feeling this way? Was this after Obama or was it prior to Obama? You know, I think there's, I think there's always been a, there's, there's, I think as more, as I've gotten more involved into politics and start paying more attention to Mm -hmm. it, you know, but it's always been. It's always been women and children first. Has your mother been helped by that system? Absolutely. My mother was helped. What's the beef? What's the beef, My mother. That's a direct effect on you. Right, but my mother is coming towards the end of her life, and I'm still living. So where? still alive. Yes, but what about me is the point. Mm -hmm. I still have to live in a situation. Yes, my mother benefited greatly from public housing. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, my cousin got killed in public housing, but we were housed. Food stamps, um, even Medicare, Medicaid up until this point. Brilliant things and, and, and things that I will continue to, keep, to vote and support. But, you know, what I'm saying, but what about my life? I mean, my mother's going to die at some point. I'm still going to be left here. Am I just supposed to, like, go on suffering? Are you suffering? I I have been suffering for a number of years. What are you suffering from? I'm suffering from a system that has oppressed me, that has sit there and made my life difficult for a number of years, has criminalized me for having a kid, mm-hmm. has tried, you know oppressed me for having a child. What have you not been able to do? Well, it's not what about what I haven't been able to do. It's it's more so about um, I I live with the fear of your bank accounts being raided. I live with the fear of your driving privileges being raided, being pulled over if your driving license is suspended because you haven't paid your child support or you don't have the ability to pay your child support, where you're behind on your child support or you're not making enough money. You know what I'm saying? I've dealt with these issues throughout my whole life. That is a mental issue that is weighing on an individual it's not about taking care of a child it's why are you criminalizing me because i have a child and 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 there's an inability to pay what a system says you should pay i'll I'll play something for you in a little bit here once we clear all these phone calls and it's a child support case in texas i I just want you to hear so you guys both you guys can understand and not that you guys don't have any empathy for this but i just Mm -hmm. want you to hear what goes on inside of a child support case q in la what's going on q uh brother nichi uh Good evening to you and the ladies. Yes. Um, um, my commentary is not about the voting, because I think it's essential to vote. But my, current, my commentary is that about your truthfulness. We are living in a world today where many people are running away from the truth. And you spoke the truth exactly how you felt. And because of that, people are going to castigate you? No. You spoke the truth. So as long as you say you are speaking the truth, brother, I got your back. When you go into the war, I'll go to the war with you. Aww. You can count on me. Well, you know? Q, so I appreciate that. I appreciate that because at no point am I, when, when it comes to the system and the voting system, am I trying to issue shock value here. This is not nothing about that. This is me speaking experience 
entirely on my own experience as a black man in this country. That's, and I wish it was different, and I want it to be different. And I just, you know what I'm saying? But, but my problem is is that if you keep going, we, we keep having these elections every four and two years, mm-hmm. but there is no result ever. I, and I'm not to say, and I, and I don't want to say that our elections can't change things. I feel that, though, that the vast amount of money needed to effectively change a system to benefit not just me, but the vast majority of people who may look like me who who are in my community cost billions of dollars to do because you got to you got to remove a certain amount of people out and move a certain amount of people in. And that takes a lot of money to do. Otherwise, you're just kind of beholden to the individuals that are there. And I listen, I support Karen Bass, not because um She's some great politician, but because she's a black woman and she understands the community a little bit better than and I hope and my hope and optimism for her uh, that she will, you know, affect some type of change. I don't know if that is possible. Time will tell. But I definitely would rather vote for Karen Bass and Rick Caruso, who's trying to buy a buy a uh, an election. Q, thanks for the call. I appreciate you. Let's go to Randy and watch. Yeah, we're real quick before we go to Randy. I just want to tell you something. Um, People like Frank Luntz and all of these other people who go out there. The posters, Frank. Do, the, right. famous uh, and, and I believe that what he needs to do is he needs to gather black men around the country and ask them what they want. Because I've noticed I've been a part of yeah. his market researches. Oh, Frank Lentz? You don't see a lot of black men represented. In no, he goes, researches. you know, I'll be honest. I, he goes and, where people pay him to go. Right. And that's the thing is I, I'm reading that a, a lot of black men just don't feel included. You can see article after article and after article. If you Google it, these are recent articles as early as today. So yeah. why aren't these pollsters asking black men, what can we do for you and get these politicians to really pay attention? Like I said years ago that we as black people need to move to states like yes, Mississippi, Louisiana and Atlanta and take over these states. And so that we can control the politics in that state. Why do you give me this weird look, Ashante? Are moving to the dirty south? That's the, that. <laughs> who was that? Was it Kiara that was in here when we had? We yes, had a, she did. She Kiara did gave the thing. exact same statement yes. that she's saying, saying, "I don't want to move." Aww. But the problem is, you're going to continuously be marginalized because you are the minority no, in see, a here's state. The thing, because you can't the the change that needs to be affected in those states, you would have to move to white areas. No, 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 no. I'm talking about black people as a whole. Oh no. As a whole. Why as, do we want to go live in the poorest states in the country? No, 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 no. It's not about moving in the poor states of the country. It's about us migrating to those states and taking them over. That's what it is. Migrate That's what to I'm... California, y'all. It's very nice. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. It make it more expensive. Randy, let's go to Randy and watch. Uh, what's going on, Randy? No, you are absolutely right, and I got you back on that, dude, because I know you is for real, and I've been seeing this. I'm, 74, I'm 73 years old. Yeah. I grew up in Watts, and I watched this neighborhood go from a predominantly white neighborhood, we was like one of three families black that lived on 105th Street, right. to a black community, to a black community from 19, say, 50, from 1955 up until about 1980, to now, Latino. I don't know what's going on. Is it Latino but, or? But if you, yeah, but, but the reality, what, what, I, what I wanted to get to, and I've talked to, 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 to Tavis about it, I've, I've, I've talked to Danny, and, but the reality is our images. Now, I'm just sitting here listening to a commercial that you played. And in that commercial, they talk more about basketball and somebody's foot is hurt and somebody got fired in, in reference to this dream of basketball. And that, that, that commercial and that whole thing ran for at least three or four minutes. And there's no positive image to change where the black business was when I was, when I was growing up. If you Google 
You Google my name. You Google Randy Thomas Trucking, and you'll read an article in there I wrote in 2009 when we realized what had happened to us with our new president, Mr. Obama, mm-hmm. and Maxine. And now I hear, I hear, what's the girl in the morning? Uh, Dominic uh, DePrima. Uh, Dominic DePrima gets an award from William Smart, and we got tape of William Smart paying women to lie about how bad our trucks were. Oh, wow. He lost 700, yeah, read that article. It's right there. You got the computer in front of you. Go to Randy, Randy Thomas Trucking. Randy Thomas Trucking. And there'll be an article in there called, called, called Truckers Making a, a, a Stake. Hold on, let me Truckers make you are uh, randy is one thing randy has been has been passionate about trucking i tell you that and make a stake randy yeah been, and now, now that cost me i had to oh is it with the uh the la business journal was it the la business journal that's right when 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 that thing hit nationwide the irs crawled out of our toilet i had to go on the ground for 10 years man yeah, I remember you were talking because about I how hate. how the new trucks are costing so much more money with a new no, truck. No, yeah, but the point of it is, it was it was just to destroy the twenty five black and about in, in fifty Latino and white companies to give the union a chance to get a toehold. Now I can't hire kids anymore. I can't hire men anymore. What, what's the we issue? Why, why 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 can't you hire them anymore? What's the what's the issue? We can't run the trucks in the port. We had trucks that would last two and three decades. A new truck right now is $200,000, and it'll run about 500,000 miles. That's it? Because, the, those Peterbilt trucks? The Peterbilt trucks? That, and, your, yeah, and your son, I got him all set up with Swift and Knight. He can go either way, and he can go to Phoenix. You got a room for him. He'll be in there for about three weeks. In classes, he'll do his driving, and then they'll put him out on the road. All right, I'm, I'm, I, Randy, I got to call you after after I get off the air. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna make sure I but call the, you today. The problem that we have, the problem that we have, is our images. We got basketball players and preachers. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, we and nobody can work with their hands. These young ladies are out here choosing these men. Can't change a tire. I mean, it is not a good time. You cannot buy a house and watch. For less than five hundred thousand dollars, how you go, how you gonna do that at eighteen dollars an hour as a security guard? Yeah. And you got a you got an associate degree in business administration because because my dear wanted a picture of you on the mantle holding a piece of paper. Well, I, I listen. I do. I do want to say that Karen Bass wants to invest in STEM. You know, what I'm saying, and, and uh, that's that's one of her visions. No, that she yeah, wants that, to do. yeah, but that yeah, that I want to see vocational trades get back in a junior high and high school like it was when I was coming out. Yeah. I mean, we graduate, I graduated out at 67. I had a choice. Build airplanes or fly this helicopter. Mm. And I did both great. Wow. That, wow. that stuff... That stuff don't exist, and we had to shoot people too. Though. That don't exist. No more. Well, they, you know, they say that uh, you that a lot of people don't don't necessarily need to go to college, and I, I do believe that. I think there's a lot of uh, pro, there's always going to be plumbers that are going to be needed. Uh, there's always going to be transport. There's always going to be you know engineers. And they're, letting, and they're letting the borders wide open for the new immigrants to come in and take those jobs. Those people that are coming in here from these other countries will be starting businesses and they will overtake everything that we've done. Yeah. I'll be gone. 
I, I mean, I, you know, I can't, I, I can't live no healthier. I'd have made it to seventy three, but I mean. Well, you, hey, listen! Gone. I appreciate you still on the road, Randy, because you're still hauling. I give you that, man. You still out here? You yeah, still out here yeah, working? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a and, and whoever was that talking about? They don't want to go back to the south. We <laughs> want to go back to the south because because the crappie and catfishing is a lot better there than it is in California. Yeah. All right. Hey, Randy, thank you so much. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you a call when I get off the air. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect you with my son. Listen. All right. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you always calling in. Right, well, yes. Go ahead. No, no. What are you gonna say? Oh, no, after he gets off. Oh, oh, no, no, he's gone. Okay, so I I, I forgot, you know, Don, I, my heart actually really does go out to you about this child support thing. Yeah. I forgot. I have a cousin, my first cousin. There was a girl who said he had a baby by her. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many years in we find out the baby is not his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she wrote his name on that birth certificate. The court still obligated him to pay child support. He lost his trucking job. Yeah. They fired him because of his back child support, support, and he could not get another damn. Excuse me, I'm yeah. sorry. Could he, not get another job because they'll take his uh, they'll take your license away from yes. you if you if you don't pay. That's one of the for that's, a kid that they proved they went to court and proved the kid's not even his. But they we proving that it's not yours, and you being legally responsible are two different things. In now, the eyes of the law. And that's terrible. It's fair, but it's beyond terrible. And it's, that it's, is terrible. What's well, one thing I've been screaming about? It, the, the, there was a guy in Detroit who was in jail, um, and we've we got to run out. And I'll, we'll get to a child support hearing. I'll, I'll let you hear some of this if you guys you know, don't believe me. There was a, a guy who was in, in who messed with a woman. He went to jail, basically. She wanted to get um, benefits from the state. They, uh, they asked who the father is. She wrote his name down. Yep. They sent service. He they sent it to an address he was not at. He was in jail at the time. Yep. And they basically legally declared him. The, it's almost Jim Crow to a certain extent. Yep. They legally declared him the father of the child, and he had to pay child child support on a kid that was not him. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that the courts could do, and nobody wants to rectify these situations right. at all. Right. So this is something that you need to be down at City Hall talking about and raising yeah. awareness about. Who's going to do it but you, Don? Why? Who else is yeah. going to yeah. do it? It's Who true. else is going to really be able to speak loud enough and eloquently enough for people yeah. to listen? You know what I'm going to do? Nothing. I'm going to check my lottery ticket at 8 o'clock tonight and oh, see if I hit the lotto. And babe, if not, you a lotto? I'm not going to be in. Why are you texting yeah, us? Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm not going to be in tomorrow if I won, okay? <laughs> my more husband of this- said the <laughs> South is better. The South is better. Yeah, exactly. It more, is not better. more of this conversation <laughs> when we come for It's KBLA Talk 1580. We may be LA's newest talk station, but when you're punching above your weight, it's not about whether you can throw a punch. Can you take a punch? No. We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. And we don't black down. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, let me play this uh, for you. I just wanted to give you, this is a child support hearing out of Texas. I don't know exactly where in Texas. Um, let me give you the details about this. I just want to get to, let me see here. Um, before we go to, we're going to have to get this to this after the break. So you've got the office of the attorney general, the, I'm assuming the Texas, the Austin version and the local version here. You got the father and the mother on a zoom call with, along with the judge. All the mother wants is money. Now he's paying, he has seven kids. Okay, now let's let's not 
you know, let's not look down upon him for having seven kids because just because he, he still has seven kids that he has to take care of. All right, and he has child support cases for a few of them. All she wanted was some money to pay for the medical insurance. That's all she wanted. She didn't want no more child support. She was just wanted some help with the medical insurance at the end of the day. So let, let me see, let me get to this. And how long <coughs> do you work there? Excuse me, 19 years? No, no, let me see here. Cases? Yes, sir. Hold on, here we go. According to this pay record that I'm looking at, um, it showed that uh, as of the end of September, uh, Mr. Green owed you a little over a thousand dollars. Are you telling me, Miss Jackson, that he doesn't owe you that money? That he's paid it? So, so basically, she's she's he owed back child support. He's paid her money on the side. Mm-hmm. She's saying, and she's saying, I don't want any back child support from him because just because he pays her cash doesn't mean that that balance disappears from the state record. Gotcha. She has to want that to, to, she has to basically in court say he doesn't owe me any money. Gotcha. So the courts, so the judge is going over basically just had a hearing going over everything that they basically said. She just wanted money cause she's paying, I think $500 a month or 400 and some change for health insurance health insurance and dental insurance she has a couple of the kids so it's like 130 something for the one kid that they have together plus maybe 45 dollars for dental that's all she was asking for i think that this case may have been brought by the state because she may have been on some public assistance and in this in a lot of these states they're going after the parents to get the money back because you know somebody may have been out of a job or whatever i'm we're gonna play this this abita and sean i see your phone call so hang on hang tight i'm gonna play this for you when we come forward um and just show you how the child support system is kbla talk 1580 we don't try to be all things to all people we just remain true to who we are you're listening to kbla talk 1580 this is kbla talk 1580 where hate meets a scholarly match all right, um, I want to play you this child support hearing out of Texas. You know, we're talking about the system and, you know, why black men feel maligned and a whole bunch of other things. But I just want you guys to get, to get a taste of what, uh, or just an understanding of what goes on in the system. Now we've got white judge, white child support officer, white person with the office of the attorney general, two black people here. Mother just wants health care to be, to help her out with health care. Healthcare is four hundred dollars a month. She has other kids. It's like one thirty-five between her and her other two kids, and then dental insurance. So she's you know in a in in a um, child support hearing through Zoom, and she didn't want any back child support because she was like he you know he helped pay, he gave me cash whatever, and so now they're they're going through this whole thing. And I just want you to listen to this judge as he's you know going through his ruling uh, on this whole situation. It showed that uh, as of the end of September. Uh, Mr. Green owed you a little over a thousand dollars. Are you telling me, Miss Jackson, that he doesn't owe you that money? That he's paid it? Yes. Okay. So he's paid his arrears, mm-hmm. and now they're just figuring out and calculating this. Then a judge is about to issue a ruling. And, have, uh, have you had the children, the child, on your health insurance for some time now, Miss Jackson? Yes, always. All right. All right. So I do show that he, he does owe some medical support as well, that that's probably going to go to you. Does he owe you that medical support too? 
the $25 a month that he's been paying? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, as long as the child wasn't on Medicaid, that's your money, not the state's. Okay. So how long has it been since the child was on Medicaid? Oh, she hasn't been on Medicaid since she was born. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So this this $1,500-something that they show is owed to you for the the medical, um, what do you want me to do about that money? That will get credited to me. Okay. So you want, you want me to try to help you collect that money? Your Honor, there are some assigned arrears. That's okay. We'll get to that. I just want to make okay. sure. All right. And they what, be- wow. what is the total amount that's owed? Like, is oh, there- I have no idea, ma'am. That's the good thing about my job, Ms. Jackson. I don't get to make that decision. I just get to figure out what it is based on the pay record that's in front of me. So I'll let you and the Attorney General's office work that out between y'all, okay? And the Attorney General's office looks at their the people in the system as customers. Mm. You know, that's customers. And there's a, there's a financial incentive in this right. on, on this whole so, process. Just so I know I so got this go. right, Miss Jackson, you're telling me that the only thing that you want to see adjusted today is that Mr. Green should help you reimburse for the cost of your insurance premiums. And what I'm looking at is, is that your, your medical insurance just for this child would be $135 a month and your dental insurance would be $15 a month. You're telling me that's all you want me to adjust today? Yes. Miss uh, Jackson, you understand that if I took a look at, even at Mr. Green's income, your child support would be increased even with your health benefits to $400 per month. You understand that? Yes. And you're telling me you don't want me to do that? With with the medical, what, what is the amount that you're calculating with that? So you're saying that if I agree to just have a reimbursed $550 a month altogether would be the new increase. He's paying like a hundred no. and some dollars. Okay. I, I'm, right o- I'm okay with the lower of the two amounts. Well, yeah. I'm not. <gasps> what? So, so he's paying, a, I mean, he's making $16. Okay, yeah. so, so, so back in, he's yeah. making $16 an hour, maybe 22 yeah. once he passes probation. They they said it's $22, but let's say it's $20 in state of Texas. No state tax, but still a very low amount of money. He has seven children total wow. all the way around. The judge has asked her, hey, do you want me? He's, I guess he's making more money than mm-hmm. what he was when they first had the baby. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to increase it? She says no. She said no, right. And, and, and he doesn't seem to care. He wants to do what he wants to do. Increase. No. She's, she's like, I don't want to do I'm okay it. with the lower of the two amounts. Now listen to Well, this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not okay with it. Because then why do you I ask? find it hard to believe at this point in time that it's in Casey's best interest to allow Mr. Green to continue paying child support at what is considered to be half of what somebody who's making minimum wage at Walmart or McDonald's would be paying. I'm not in favor of that, Ms. Jackson. But I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to set the child support the way it is, the way it should be. And Ms. Jackson, when you get that money, if you feel like it, you can just write a check and send it back to Mr. Green. How's that? Okay. The court's going to find the court has jurisdiction. The court's going to find that there has been a material substantial change of circumstance. I'm going to find that the judgment as of September the 30th of 2022, according to Ms. Jackson, Mr. Green has paid her directly. So the child support judgment will be zero. I'm going to confirm the medical support judgment at $1,569.01. So he owes medical for yeah. whatever she's paid plus right. whatever the state has paid that they still owe money for. 
on top of he's got to pay the court costs too. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna order that to be paid back at a rate of twenty dollars a month each and every month till it's paid. So he has to pay back child support back, which they what they do is there's an arrears now which they tax interest on mm-hmm. too. Yeah. At the same time too, so whatever he doesn't pay, fifteen hundred bucks at a six percent interest fee that's going or ten percent I think is what Texas is for his arrears. There has been a material substantial change of circumstance. Miss Jackson is carrying the health insurance through her employer. I'm going to order that to continue. Mr. Green is going to pay child support, medical support, and dental support based on that modification. I'm going to find that Mr. Green's child support will be $400 per month, plus $135 a month for health insurance, plus $15 a month for dental. Um, those uh, increases are going to be uh, effective sept- uh, November the 1st of 2022. The first payment on the arrears for the medical will also begin November the 1st of 2022 court cost by Mr. Green, but I will give him until April the 30th of 2023 to pay my court costs. Any, uh, Ms. Brown. So, that, so this is what wow. I want to show you. So you've got a judge going against what the woman right. really wants. Right. He's putting all of the costs and all the financial burden on one individual mm-hmm. that he has to pay. He's already making 16 to 20 something dollars an, an, an hour. He has six children. And, and I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying, we're not talking about respons- who's the responsible I- individual here. What we're talking about is that they're creating a debtor here. Right. An individual who does not make that much money, who is irresponsible, and I give him, I give him that whole situation, but you're creating a, a citizen who's going to be tied up in the court system, who's going to be a debtor, who that if he does not meet these financial obligations or go to, to pay these things current, so now he has to pay $400 500 and some change for one child. He has six other kids that he has to take care of. He's making $22 an hour, and then he has to take care of himself at that. If he doesn't meet any of those obligations that he has to pay, which I don't, you know, I don't know how much he, all these kids are, he has, he has to work with. The license gets taken away. They, they'll come after you and, and, and put you in jail. And then what they do is the, the propaganda piece comes on of you becoming a deadbeat individual. And so this is this is my biggest issue with the child support system here is that they create this system that they throw you in. And it's not about him being responsible for taking care of his kid. It's just what are you what burden financial burden are you putting on an individual? If you know, if you're putting one hundred thousand dollars worth of debt on an individual whose earning capacity is only, I don't know, thirty thousand dollars a year because of whatever the circumstances are, what are you doing? You're creating a person who's going to be devoid of rights, who's going to be trapped into a system, who's never going to be paying, be able to pay this off at the end of the at the end of the day. He's going to be fifty or sixty years old. Hopefully, he can get another job, make more money, do whatever he needs to do to get this and stay current on it. But you have six children. If all six women took him back to court, you you see how, and they can only take fifty percent of what you make. In some cases, they take more than that. Yeah. So it, it's it's a it's a weird legal system that they entrap you into in the name of your child's best interest and and the, the the issue i have here is how are you going to be an effective father if you're constantly working at the end of the day to try to satisfy a debt to pay an individual for support yes can i just play uh, yeah absolutely go ahead side. i just want to just say directly affects you women have been screaming for equal pay across the board so if women start to make equal pay 
and they go into a court system like this because for a long time women were oppressed with the amount of money that that they could actually make. It is only now, you know, maybe yeah. two thousand plus that women are out earning. Absolutely. Men. Only now, Absolutely. you know, maybe past 20, 22 years that we're walking into places and we don't need assistance. We don't have to be on government assistance. And that's still growing. So directly affecting you, you get out there and vote for these rights that you say don't directly affect men. But if our women are empowered, then they have the money to get the jobs, to take care of the kids. And then they can't drag a man into the court system right. who's only making minimum wage well, and demand this because they'll be like, well, ma'am, you already make this amount of money. This law that they're that they have authority under, which is a federal law that basically states that the states have to come up with their own child support laws in order to get federal funding or whatever. But you, it was. But no, you said, saying, it was enacted in 1976. But you said the only reason why she even had to take him into court is because she was probably on some type of government assistance well, herself, yeah, but, you know, no, but She said that she wasn't on government assistance in, uh, for a long time. It wasn't until the baby was born. So we're way right. past that. So, right. that. so whatever medical issue that the estate is going to get back was from when the baby was born. And then the rest of that balance is going to go to her. And all she's asking for is help to pay for the Medicare for the child. That, that's all she's asking for. But he raised the child support and gave her the medical and the dinner, dental at the same time, too. I don't know what this guy's situation is. He didn't really have a chance to speak in this whole hearing. But it's lopsided. Is I what understand what happened there. But to not even have to get there if black people are making what they should be making, being able to get higher earning jobs and to keep our business out of the court system, period. I'm a, I'm a firm believer. You know, so of keep, keep voting for women, keep voting for us women to have, to make more money, to do more things so that we can, you know, so that we can take care of our own dang well, I kids. I don't know. I don't know if that's the issue because some women don't like you have a thing of, of self-sufficiency to where I, I, do. I, I don't need your money. I do. I have a thing of self-sufficiency. If I, if, if, if it was given to me to take care of my son, I wouldn't ask anybody for a dime. I would just go do what I need to do to take care right. of my child. Some people want their money in yours too mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's all they know. Dang, I should change my outlook. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, Mel, let's go to Melrose real quick because Melrose has been hanging on for a while. Beat, I see you. Hang on. Yeah, I'll, I'll be real quick. I got the clock right in front of me. Go I ahead, know man. a little bit about. Listen, listen. Number one, I love Tavis. Okay. Yeah. I love Tavis, but he's way too serious. You know, he reminds me of the people I went to school with at Brandeis <laughs> and Cornell. He's a genius. He is a genius. He's a genius. Yes. He's a genius, but. I was telling Andy, the wonderful screener, that right now, as I talk to you at 5.50 p.m., people are listening to Donna Michi versus everybody as they're caught in traffic on the 110 freeway, the 101, the 60, the 405, all of them. And they're, and they're getting entertained. Tavis, I love you. I spent 25 minutes with Tavis at Juneteenth at the booth, yeah. you know, uh, with the KBLA. 20, greatest 25 minutes of my life. I met his rabbi. He introduced me to a, a rabbi as his rabbi, <laughs> and I had a great conversation. But but the, here's the thing: you're the best thing. You're the best thing on the station. I'm not including Tavis right now. He's the boss. But you're, you're the. I appreciate that, Marrows. I appreciate that. Son, I can't. And it's your show. It's and maybe you should have a disclaimer at the beginning, at the beginning, and have Krista read it or the other person on the staff. I forget her name. The new one. Shante. And say. Chantre, nice. I'm Melrose. Nice to meet you, Chantre. Nice now listen, 
these are the opinions. The following show, Don Amici versus Everybody, Melrose, Larry Green's favorite program, are the opinions of Don Amici and not KBLA or the genius <laughs> Tavis Smiley that I spent 20 minutes with at the booth at Juneteenth. You've got to understand that, that uh, letters like this I've been getting throughout my whole career, it's nothing new, and I don't, I don't take any offense to it. You, you know, I, just, I say things that trigger people, and that's just, that is what it is. It'll always be like that because I just have, a, le- di- I have a different perspective. Seconds. Yeah, go ahead. You're, you're the man. I love you. I love you. You know how much I love you. Yeah. I, 30 years ago or so, when I ran for mayor, I met Maxine Waters yeah. many times. I love that commercial that she did for her. I love her. She gave me a big hug, and she used to always call me Mr. Green, just like in the uh, child support thing. <laughs> I love it, man. All right, Melrose. Uh, B, uh, when we come I forward, I'm, I'm going to get to you. Christina, I see you. Sean, I see you. Hang tight. Sarah, uh, was it Sarah that was on there? Uh, or Huh? Sandra, Sandra, call back. Uh, we'll, we'll get you on. Uh, we'll take your phone calls in, uh, and when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. Let's go to Abid who's been hanging on. Thank you, sir. What's going on? The great show. Just great, great programming. I think, uh, just rewind. I, I'm glad that this gentleman wrote that letter because it, 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 um, it caused this to happen. It needed to happen. Uh, I'm glad that you had um, the foresight to even read that letter and to even bring this up on the air because I know, I know brothers and sisters. I know people that feel the way you do. Yes. I know people that feel the way Travis feels. It's all over the place. Some people are getting what they want. Some aren't. It's all over the place. Abi, we're kind of. Can you get the mic a you little closer? A, to you? you must have an iPhone. No, What's going no, on with that, your phone? That, that's an Android. Don't hate on the Android. What's going on with your phone? You must have an iPhone. No, you have an iPhone. No, that's an Android. It sounds like an iPhone. I have an Android. That's what you get. She has an Android. She's been hating on iPhones. But yes, all right. There we go. A lot, a lot better. A lot better. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just glad that what happened today, nothing happens by accident. I'm glad that that happened today, and I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that you spoke this, uh, talked about the letter, uh, because we needed to hear that. I know so many people that, that think the way you do, uh, and, and I thought that way too. I felt that, uh, for what? What are we doing? All of that. All that. And, but, and I felt, I feel the way that Tavis felt. I mean, it's wonderful. Um, a conversation back and forth. So I get a chance to pull back like many others do and listen to both sides, your left and right side of your brain, that, that guy on each shoulder. You get a chance to listen to that, to say, okay, well, I mean, you know, and, and you both of you guys make good points. Uh, I don't think there's no right or wrong. I think in, in what was said, uh, I agree with him. I mean, for me, uh, a closed mouth don't get if if we don't go and try to change the system, which as black folks we've been doing everything. A beat is it's very hard we to did. hang on to you. You, you, you. I don't know if it's just I'm just getting a bad signal from you. I, I'm, I'm, we're we're getting about every third word, but I hear what you're saying that it's very hard to. Uh, Closed mouths don't get fed, and that uh, you do have to kind of you know rattle the system. I just I I just want effective change. That's really what I want. I want to go and and the vote means something. That's that's what I want. And I, I feel like a lot of people where it's just you just go and we're just going through the motions. Uh, I, I, mean, I appreciate you. Um, get an iPhone because it does work a lot better. 
Uh, Steve Jobs made sure of that before he died. Christina, we get to your phone call next. <laughs> KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. You're missing out. Everybody wants to talk to Tavis. That's one reason, by the way, why I'm so thrilled to have this conversation with you today. The three people I always most hoped would interview me were Phil Donahue, Studs Turkle, and Tavis Smiley. Donahue's retired, Turkle's deceased, so this is a real thrill for me. And the reason why I have such respect for what you do is you have a historically informed conversation of depth and detail. Be sure to tune in to Tavis Smiley, weekday mornings, 9 a.m. to 12 noon, on your unapologetic progressive radio station KBLA Talk 1580 Yeah Don't ask me no questions Just listen to this uh. She catch a one-way flight To kick it wherever I'm at So if she wanna stay Then the bitch will never come back You wanna know how a chip feel? I've been there once this year three in the beginning of a ten-year run And that's predicted, my persistence Got my name on all the lists Had a brick before rap Like that dope boy from Memphis I survived all them death threats And you felony convictions Plug found out my whole team was hot He kept his distance I like this What's the stage with no mic and no voice of a poet? What's more important, the flower or the soil that grow it? Yeah, it's cool, but one rule Don't get caught in a moment Or it's back to swinging ratchets and warming up water Starving made me thin it ain't no mercy in this game we in I stacked against us, had to play to win I got a broad I never saw before 1am I'm out west and crazy girls cleaning out the ATM Let's go Phone so burnt, I need my pager back Trips with that work, my baby made it back I fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that You gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach This for hustlers with straight cash, not with fake bags who fall in love with trappers and break bad She texts my homie, but I'm f***ing hers She fake mad, these can't handle it They can't have, unlucky for y'all You know who the f*** is in charge I put a couple in jars, let it fluff till it's hard I'm at J-House, Kerry James Marshall, cover the wall Enough cushion, I could cover the fall You know business is business, business is business And it is this Philly you know, or New York? Who is this? What's that about? They have me New York, baby. Sound like New York straight up. Buffalo to be exact. I love it. Oh, who is this? Griselda's own. Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher, Griselda's own. Okay, hilarious. Griselda's own. Right, let's go to Christina. I like what's going on, Christina. How are you? Hey, Don. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, baby. What's going on? Am I loud? All right. First and foremost, I want to say thank you for shedding some light on some reality. Um, I've been in Cal. I, 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 I'm a LA native. I've been here six generations. I don't even know it. Yeah, if we go back, but yeah, I've been here six generations. But I want to say thank you for shedding some light on reality. Um, I was a drug addict for a re- for about ten years, uh-huh. and it's been oh, the God, past five thing. years. No, no, I'm good. I don't don't cry no tears for me. I'm oh, okay. No. It's been it's been it's been the past five years that I've absolutely rearranged my life and gotten my life back. All but right, now that, listen. I, let me just take yeah, a minute hey. to let, let me take a minute to high five you on the radio for that, baby. Because a lot of people don't make it through there. So I'm proud of you hey. and I love you and I appreciate yeah. that. You you go okay. Yeah, Keep God, up the good work. God, God saw God saw it fit and brought me back, and I'm training to bring anybody I can with me. All right, but now. the thing is, is that when we talk about child support in the state of, especially L. 
California, it has knocked out so many people and so many families to where it's like in my, I, I felt like for a moment I was the only one that was hearing it. My kid's father and I, we've been, we've been going 20 years, but the thing is, is that child support has always been the main issue. I've been searching and looking, you know, because I, I, I man, to have the, it's just a whole, like you say, you, you get caught up in a, and they, they put you in the system and, and and it's like no coming back. But the, I've been looking, I've been seeing like, you know, uh, Cal Matters. It's some other, it's some organizations out here that's trying to do some child support, some reform and taking some bills to, um, Congress because for the state of Cal, like, it avoids people move. Like, I had a family that live here. Yeah. And like, my family's all gone. They either to Georgia or Nevada. But I have a handful of family that's still here in in LA because yeah. it's the bull, it's the madness. It's the madness. Like, no, it's you very know, hard. It's hard. It's, listen, it's very expensive to live here. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I would, I would, yeah. in, in regards to the child support system, I would look at how much money the system, the state is use is, is spending to implement the child support system compared to how much people owe in the system. And maybe you oh, just need exactly. to re, you just need to divert the money and just pay off everybody's, uh, past two arrears and, and close that system out. Because I guarantee you, you're probably spending more money to try to facilitate the system than the amount of money that people actually owe in the system, which is, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it, but that's the way, which that's the, really that's the bureaucracy of how things work. Right, you know, but I, I know there has been like some reform trying to be done. I'm, I was looking at Cal Matters, Cal, one of one of those. And but the thing is, it's so little talked about. Like, like I, I, for a minute, I'm kidding. I'm like, am I the only one that's like hearing it? Because men is like tremendously affected. And my kid's father used to say, you know, we'd always always argue about, okay, well then, you know, you get this, you get this, you got the kids, and it's like, you know. And forget about the man. And well, so here, 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 hold on, hold on a second. So it says uh, there's a website, calmatters.org. It says California keeps millions in child support while parents drown in debt. Half of Stacy Etz's pay disappears every month before it hits his bank account. Each check is about $500 lighter than it should be. Intercepted in the name of child support, which he wouldn't have a problem with if it were going to his kids. Instead, only 225 goes to his children. The rest is garnished to repay debt he began accruing more than two decades ago when he first got behind on child support payments. The 53-year-old Estetz owes about 47000 in child support debt, most of which is compounded by years of government-imposed interest accrued to financial records reviewed by the Salinas, California, and CalMatters. Federal data shows California is keeping an unusually high portion of the California support payments, merely more than three and a half times the national average, paying itself first at the expense of the very children it's supposed to be looking out for. That's because California is charging families millions of dollars in interest on past due child support payments while penalizing low-income parents who fall behind, making it nearly impossible for many to lend employment, support their children, and pay off the debt, according to state records and expert analysis. So this is just what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a cycle, and it's yeah. a trap. So just like people are yelling about their student loan debts, you need to be yelling about these child support debts, Don. Get down to the town hall meetings and get change made. But who's going to do it if not you? Yeah, I'm going to go point. down to the corner liquor store when I get off here at seven o'clock, <laughs> and I'm going to check my. I, I'm going to no, no. I already played the lot. You can't be mad. You can't be mad when things don't change. Hold on, hold on, hold on, it. hold on. It's so huge, though. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's so huge. Where do you start? Dom, yeah, he 
has a he has a voice, but we talking decades and decades. It's like where do you start? Because it, figure it, it out. No every every point has it's, a starting point. But I, that's easy to say. But you guys, you like even 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 you um even you like you know you I'm. I'm it's, just, it's really, it's, <laughs> I guess, Shantae, girl, I got to tell you, girl, keep living. Like, what I'm sure what you're doing in your life is so beautiful. But being from L.A., coming from, like, the trenches, it's, I'm not saying it's hard out here, but it's a whole nother world that you got to kind of be open to, you know? Well, especially but, you changing your life, Christina. Listen, I just want to commend you, though. Mm -hmm. I really want to commend you for getting off drugs and for changing your life out. You don't you don't know how Man. how happy and how how it, it tears me up a little bit to hear that because a lot of people get stuck. That's a cycle in itself mm -hmm. of just, you know, it's self, yeah, it self, is. self medicating and, and destructive yeah. behavior and you to, know? and to, to sit there and say enough is enough. That's hard in itself. Yeah. So I just, I want to high five yeah. you and commend you. I got, I got to run, but Christina, I heard you and I'm going to, I'm going to read this, I'm going to read this article on the air. Okay. I love you too, Christina. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. All love right. You. Thank you for bringing this, uh, this thing. I don't, I don't want, why I got to fight this fight? Who, if not so, you, then who? I'm not right? Martin Luther it, King or Malcolm X. Listen, why did Malcolm? Why did Malcolm X have to fight? Because the Honorable why Elijah Muhammad taught, taught him to fight. Why did Martin Luther King have to be the one to fight it? Because that's what his and daddy taught him to do. It starts with somebody. It's and you, how about you? It starts with you. I don't care about it. It starts I'm not with in you. The child support not system. yet, but soon enough. Uh, ex <laughs> you know what? You can't tell people nothing. <laughs> Listen, here we go. Uh, let me get into this Cal Matters whole thing. It says experts argue that these laws are arcane and racist, penalizing black and brown fathers through predatory like interest rates and driver's license suspensions. They push parents struggling to make ends meet into even more precarious circumstances. As the San Francisco Treasurer's Office found, the average non custodial parent makes less than $15,000 a year. The same parent owes about $39,000 to both their children and the government. According to the Department of Child Support Services, uh, Nicole Dirac, in fact, the state's own findings suggest nearly all of this debt is uncollectible because it's owed by people with low incomes, people out of state, or the debt is simply too old. Advocates urge lawmakers to erase uncollectible debt entirely and guarantee that all child support paid goes straight to the children. Uh, crafted through a series of federal legislation in the 70s and 80s, the laws that govern child support uh, have impacted parents across the nation for decades based on the notion that people who tap public assistance have an obligation to repay the government. Parents who don't keep up with payments face the same federally mandated penalties like suspension of driver's license. If states don't recoup the money from parents, they become responsible for repaying the government aid out of their own coffers. Just a few states passed uh, through. Just a few states passed through 100% of monthly child support payments to families, but only Colorado repays federal government for aid to families out of its own pocket, with Washington waiving a small portion. Uh, this is a very old policy," said Vicky Tursky, who served as commissioner of the U.S. Office of Child Support Enforcement during the Obama administration. It dates back to poor law. The idea that people who get public benefits from the government ought to pay them back—it's a very old way of thinking about assistance to families. And while the Federal Office of Child Support Enforcement shows California is average in the amount of child support it collects, Turkey calculated the states retain 14% of total collections compared with the national average of 3.8%, meaning it retains a disproportionately large share of state revenue, which is going to go pay off or keep the system going and, 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 and uh, you know hire people and keep people working. Only the District of Columbia retains more. California is an outlier in a proportion of support it retains to reimburse cash assistance, she says. Uh, Tersi said this is because California has a larger cash assistance caseload. 
less restrictive eligibility rules for cash assistance, and it passes less support through to families than uh, many other states. State officials say they do not have the discretion over how much child support collections it retains for recruitment of aid and peg the primary reason for the higher rate to a high welfare caseload in California. More than a third of residents are living in or near poverty. A third of California residents are living in or near poverty, according to CalMatters. Yeah. California child support administrators agree that things need to change, but says they have limited power to make reforms. The most meaningful alterations that could provide parents relief, ditching high interest rates and suspension of driver's license, are up to state and federal regulators, not the agency, said David Kilgore, director of the California Department of Child Support Services. And besides, he added, sometimes those penalties are the only way to convince parents to come in and talk to them. I can see the argument on both sides, Kilgore says. This is a debt folks need to pay off. Um, it starts with public assistance, uh, the get-tough policy failure. When custodial parents, in most cases mothers, apply for governmental aid such as CalWORKs, they must sign away their rights to child support they are already receiving to the government in repayment. That money, once considered private funds between two individuals, is now reclassified as public child support collectible by the state to repay their aid. The state continues to pass only a portion of the now public child support to the mother and siphons off the rest which advocates say is often a nasty surprise to both parents. Parents who have their child support taken by the state feel they have to choose between supporting their children and paying their child support, said Heather Hahn, a researcher at the Urban Institute. While the number of California parents who owe child support wasn't available, which needs to be, and I guarantee that's an eye-opening number that they need to publish, the outstanding balance is staggering. According to the Department of Child Support Services, California parents owe $11.6 billion in child support to their families and another $6.8 billion to the government, which the government could wipe out. Mm-hmm. But last year, the state calculated more than $11 billion of total child support owed was old debt. Um, California typically collects about $2.5 billion total from parents annually, one of the largest amounts by state, but proportionate to its population. Um, they say it's a fatal flaw. If non-custodial parents, in most cases fathers, get behind on those child support payments in California, that debt is subject to a 10% interest fee, the second highest rate in the nation according to the National Conference of State Legislatures. That racks up quickly, parents say. The non-payment penalties parents face are steep. The state can suspend a driver's license 180 days after falling behind on payments to start, according to the department's website. Dr. Kilgore said in many cases suspending parents' driver's license can sometimes be the only tool his agency has to get parents to work with them so they begin their child to pay the child support back. However, parent advocates add that suspending licenses as it gets as a get tough policy only makes circumstances worse for struggling fathers. Did I think I knew somebody who told me that they got their driver's license suspended because of lack of they couldn't pay the child support. Yeah. And they literally couldn't pay it because I think they lost their job. I just can't remember who it was. Yeah, because the, the debt still adds up, brother, regardless. you got to go back to court and get a modification to, to, to lower it. Which is the catch-22. Why would you make me lose my job? Right. I'm going to have to pay you guys less. I That's, won't have any money to pay you if you're, the lack get, of child support makes me lose my job. They say licenses are essential to in this economy. Uh, Mike Harrell, director of policy advocate for the Western Center on Law and Poverty, which advocates for the poor. This is a really fatal flaw. We think we're going to somehow get money out of people who were driven underground. How will this increase collections? Michelle Alexander wrote a book about this. It's called The New Jim Crow, where she talks about these laws that are created to push uh, people underground into a second-class citizen yeah, yeah. devoid of rights. And we're not even talking about the fact that you can't travel if you owe child support. Mm-hmm. No. They don't even let you go get you can't a get passport. Out the, you can't, you can't get a passport. Get you can't get out the country. You know? 
know. So you know Which what I'm saying? It's just what one thing has to do with the other. I don't know, but and I want you running for the responsibility for for you know for for taking care of your kids. Can I ask you something, Don? Yeah. Are, are there people that because you know you were mentioning um, Shantae that mm-hmm. look at what Mothers Against Drunk, Drunk Drivers did? They organized. Mm-hmm. Could you get a group of men together and? Organize, like you know, start a movement, and then could you talk to some of these this politicians? Has be, this has to be changed. Some of these federal. black male politicians. Yeah, yeah, and then say maybe you guys can go to. What do you, do you have to go to the Supreme Court or something, or no, where do you have to go this, to have some stuff changed? This has to be changed at the federal level. The federal government is the um, is the purse, and so they use the power of the purse. So if you want to get federal money mm-hmm. from the federal government, which a lot of states do, especially California, then you I can't force you to create a child support law, but you but we need you to create a child support law. So then the state of California and every other state creates their own child support laws with an interest rate for back child support and all these other cases because in order to get money from the federal government, they have to have they've got to comply with what the federal government says. So you got to change this law at a federal level this is not a state thing the eight child support agencies you know they're they're jack jack holes and a whole bunch of other people but it takes but the you, right it, people to get it yeah to those right people. It, but it's you still not have to go local law government to get it up to well, the federal no you gotta level, you gotta you gotta go you gotta go to the congress i mean you can you yeah. can yeah. you can petition your, your local representatives but then you gotta go petition the local representatives across the whole country it, uh, to, to first you gotta get the bill written you gotta you gotta get support for the bill come on don and you, you can do get, it it's too much work you can do it's it, It's not John. worth it to get your entire uh, entire child support scrubbed clean? Is it too much work for you? And you can make a difference. And you so could make a difference. And you other could rally the truth. You literally are on a platform right now that talks to people across the yes. country. Across the country, there are men having this problem right now, probably listening to you going... Forget the child support system. Ma'am, I'm ma'am, underground. Ma'am, I sir, believe you could do it. This ladies, is you, Don. This, Obama, is, this is your calling. Obama couldn't even pass medical reform. A child support barely got that passed. And I'm going to go get child support reform. you got to understand, there's a propaganda you're war going Obama. on. You're not Obama. You're better. It, yeah, you're right. I am. Come you're on. Right. There's, a, there's a propaganda war going on here because anytime, better, anytime, Obama's I'm amazing. not. <laughs> anytime you want to change this, what they're going to do is they're going to sit there and say, oh, here come a bunch of deadbeat dads. It's a very, it's, it's a propaganda war. It, you can change it. You're absolutely right. This can be changed, but the amount of money that you're going to need to spend to lobby this to be changed. There's a somebody yeah. out there with a lot of yeah, money and who it's would worth give to it. this cause if they yes. knew that it that these things were happening. Yeah, I got a a, a match in an M80 that I think would work a lot better than uh, than than trying to go get this cause. I mean, revolution is going to have to come before this. What changes. if people said that about getting abolishing slavery? What if that was the mentality? They did. Of the they fought a civil war over yes, it. Yes. What if that? And what if they decided we can't get in a civil war? There's no way this is ever going to change. That's why they fought a war. Yes. And listen, and what ready, if people I'm thought ready, like you I'm ready throughout for the war. history? Bring the war on. Yes. You need to be the one to be the change, Don. What do you want me to do? Ride in on the uh, horse with the uh, sword? Ride in on your... Uh, Range you're Rover? a Range Rover out there <laughs> yeah. while you're talking about, oh, I'm so hard up. It's a hardship. I can't. Don't yeah. you drive a Range Rover, sir? <laughs> but yeah, I think you could Says do it, Says the Don. woman who has a Tesla. <sighs> anyway, Guys, Emirates, my husband Jane. has a Tesla. Oh, my, hu- my, my husband, husband has a Tesla. Oh, okay. I drive a very practical VW. How many properties do you own in Los Angeles? Why are we talking about me? Me, okay. How many houses do you own? Why, once okay. again. All right. I, and listen, if you need my support. Do you live in the gated support, community? 
Okay. Okay. Is that oh, the same? Yes. In Compton. All right. Because okay. I couldn't afford to live in did, the house in the area that I grew up. Did in, your family which play is the in the park? Your family play in the major league baseball. Your family. They, oh, okay. All right. No, Got they you. both. They made it to the minors. Did you go to Crenshaw High School? Okay. See, house. I did go to Crenshaw. I don't think. I don't think that that's any type of. <laughs> All right, Emirates, James, and Sean. We get to you next. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Courage is contagious. contagious. We're KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Uh, let's go, Emirates and Gardena. What's up, Emirates? What's up, family? How we doing? Hey, right, we hanging in there, man. Uh, all right, all right. Hey, uh, Shante, you're not Roxanne Shante from back in the day, are you? <laughs> no, I wish so. <laughs> okay, okay. No. Yeah, they, they had this song. I, I expect the Andy to play that song. This girl is gone. She, Every time she you talking all that crap like Roxanne Shante, <laughs> I tell you that. Yeah, you made that movie Colors Big back in the day. Hey, uh, check this out, man. First thing for you, Don, look. I'm not going to tell you to vote or not to vote, but I want you to know that people died so you can say no, that you're not going to vote. And so and let that resonate with you. All right, I got you. I you got know, you. Either, either, yeah, yeah, either way you want to cut it like that. Mm-hmm. As far as having a baby, look, man, KRS-One had a song called the J, the I, the M, the M, the Y. Back in the day. The Jimmy. The Jimmy. You got that Jimmy on there. If you, if you don't want no babies, man, if you get caught up in the in the situation, you have a baby, you got to be smarter than your girl, dog. You got to be like, look, I'll take care of you and the baby or whatever. Well, you but know, you start, em- Emerge, you're speaking from a, how old are you, Emerge? I'm 53. Okay. You're speaking from a 53-year-old man's standpoint. No, yes, sir. He's probably yes, that. How sir. many kids do you have? Oh wait, hold on, hold on. How many? Cho- you have three. The M, the M, and they pay child support for none of them. It's Jimmy. It's Jimmy. The J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, the J, the I, the M. It's Jimmy. It's Jimmy. What you know about the Boogie Down production? All right, let me stop. Oh man. I love that, job. but you know they got that from the they got that from the Jungle Brothers, right? Yes, I do know. That, that, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just, just I, I, I only know this but, because uh, my my cousin, who, uh, God rest his soul, was murdered. Uh, was a big Harris one fan. I remember he played this tape over the tape, over and over and over and over. Harris one boogie down production. By any means necessary. By yes, any sir. means necessary. That's, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, a hell of a thing. But mm-hmm. look. I'm talking to the to the ones out there that you know don't want to have no baby. If you married and you and you have a baby and everything, and and you and your girl got friction, and you tell her to kick rocks or she tells you to kick rocks, you need to make sure that you keep it uh, on on a, on a good tempered thing, man. Mm-hmm. That you don't go going in and you know back in the day we used to kick down doors when our girl was acting up. You know who in here what. What Negro you got up in here? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Those days are over with. Those days are over with, cat. So you got to play the game with her. Okay. You want to kick me out after all this time? We got a baby together. You know, you make sure that she's comfortable and happy. Then she don't have to take you to court. And you got to deal with it, man. That right because there. I, yeah, that right there. You make sure that she's happy and she's not going to take you to court. And you don't have to deal with that, man. Because once you get in front of the judge, you know, he's going to hang you. Yeah, I just, Hey, yeah. you a man, you a man, you foolish enough to come in front of me because you're not taking care of your child? 
I'm gonna hit you with everything you got. Well, I don't know if it's so that don't, you're not, don't even go in front of I don't, them. Dog. I, it's what, I don't make think, your girl feel comfortable. I think make sometimes you don't even have the opportunity. I think sometimes the, the sometimes, the, man. The but state, I, a lot of times it's on us, dog. A lot of times well, you're, it's on you're, us. You're right. You're, Accountability, you're, sir. Thank yeah. you. Accountability. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yes. I'm gonna tell you real Be accountable. Uh, we, we lost yes. Emerge there for a second. <laughs> oh! Sorry, Emerge. We lost you. Of I appreciate course, of you. Course no, see, we lost it. Must have been an Android listener. Anybody, whenever anybody talks about the man actually being accountable for his actions and what he's doing, you know, that man has seven kids. Seven kids. That's true. Yeah, we're That's talking true. about and, you, and he only had one by. So listen. The seven kids mean that you need to become a financial slave for the rest of your life. That's all I'm asking. Very there simple was question. Something he wasn't doing right. But you don't. We don't. We don't make debtors in this country. We don't criminalize debtors in this country. All right, child support. They were like, "Oh, it's not, it's not a debt. It's child support, but it's a debt." And we don't criminalize debt in this country, and that's one of the things that they're if doing. All right, you're a father not paying for your child. No, I, I every listen, and, and I don't. You're not that gonna get. You, you're criminal. never gonna get me. Uh, you're never gonna get me against taking care of a child. It is. It is a parent's responsibility. Yes. Both parents to take care of their child financially, emotionally, yep. spiritually, all that. Yep. It, it, you're never going to hear anything from me on that. Mm -hmm. All right, James and Sean, I see you guys. We're going to get you guys next. KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud. loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. And get a small seasoned potatoes for just $3. Because behind every great Wendy's deal is an even greater breakfast. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. <laughs> This is the KBLA Sports Minute with Ray Richardson. Ray Richardson. The Lakers will have a harder time getting a win tonight at Utah. LeBron James is out of the lineup because of soreness in his left foot. The Clippers are at home tonight against Cleveland. The Cavaliers are riding an eight-game winning streak. Three Pac-12 schools are in the top ten of this week's AP college football rankings. Number six, Oregon. Number eight, USC. And number nine, UCLA. Another NFL head coach was kicked to the curb. The Indianapolis Colts, struggling with a 3-5-1 record, fired Frank Wright today. His replacement, ESPN analyst Jeff Saturday. Saturday was a six-time Pro Bowl center with the Colts. Don't be fooled. The Colts were thinking about Saturday long before today. No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. This sports report was brought to you by MVP Accident Attorneys. When it comes to your settlement, we'll slam dunk. Call 833-MVP-WINS or check their website at themvp.com for a free case review.